I'm Cinder Niemela, and along with Charlotte Gilmano, welcome to the Inspired Wisdom Podcast. I believe the most powerful gifts you can give yourself is time to reflect on your talents and experience, and then have the wisdom to act with confidence and grace. This podcast is for entrepreneurs, leaders, and individuals who want to thrive in work and life. Your journey to being connected and inspired by the world around you starts right now. Hi, in this episode of Inspired Wisdom, we're talking about change. Specifically, we're talking about how leaders help others navigate through change. Change is constant, it's inevitable, and will always occur. We are always evolving and changing, as is the world we live in. In episode 27, we talked about navigating personal change, and we provided resources to deepen your self-awareness for how you respond to change. In this episode, we address change from a leader's perspective. That is, armed with enhanced self-awareness and tools for managing change, how do leaders help others navigate change? So our focus today is on you, the leader, helping others effectively navigate change. We originally wrote this episode pre-COVID-19. The COVID-19 pandemic is an ongoing example of how our lives and the world at large are changing very dramatically. Very suddenly and with little warning, we have to change how we live our lives on a daily basis. At times it feels surreal and as if we were in a tailspin. Dealing with this type of major change, dare we say disruptive change, where we're facing a lot of unknowns, can take a heavy toll on us physically, emotionally, and mentally. So when we think about the meaning of change, we see it's when the known or the familiar is replaced with something different or new. By definition, change involves an element of loss. Your experience of change can be stressful and challenge your resilience, depending on the degree and frequency of the change. Therefore, understanding how we respond to change can help us move through it more quickly and successfully, especially when it's a disruptive change like COVID-19. And as leaders, we want to effectively lead ourselves through change in order to effectively help others through change. Regarding change and transition, here are some important points to consider. Change brings about a loss, the loss of something familiar. At the same time, change can bring about new opportunities. Transition takes time. The new normal will eventually feel routine. All personal growth comes from meeting the challenge of change. By dealing with life's challenges, we learn that we can. In this way, we strengthen our growth mindset. In episode number 26, Rob Fazio discusses how leaders can help others grow through adversity so that they are less likely to be negatively impacted by changes like layoffs and downturns. I've introduced a new concept, and that is transition. You may be asking, what is the difference between change and transition? There is a distinction. Change is situational. It is the external event that is taking place. Transition, on the other hand, 
is the inner psychological process that people go through as they internalize and come to terms with the new situation. In our current context, the pandemic is the external event. How people internalize and come to terms with this new context is the transition. As leaders, we don't often have control over the change event itself. However, and here's the good news, we can influence or help people come to terms with the new challenge and grow from it. To understand the stages of personal transition, it's helpful to understand the change curve. This model is based on Dr. Elizabeth Kubler-Ross's work around transitioning through grief. Here's what's important for leaders to know. By having a better understanding of how people respond to change, leaders can gain insight into the actions they can take to help others navigate through change. I'm going to briefly describe the Kubler-Ross model. Also, we've put a handout illustrating change and transition on the inspiredwisdom.us webpage for this podcast episode. That's number 29. The Kubler-Ross model describes four basic stages most people go through as they move toward acceptance of the change, which of course is our desired outcome. I'll first list the four stages, then describe each of them. So stage one, status quo. Stage two, disruption. Three, exploration. And four, rebuilding. Imagine this. The change curve looks like a bell curve. It illustrates our movement through change. Our movement through change begins as we leave our status quo position. And the status quo position is the midpoint on the graph between positive and negative. Once change is introduced, things are set in motion and our initial reaction drops below the status quo point because things are no longer as they were. As I describe the four stages, think about your own reaction when you first heard about COVID-19. Most people initially experience shock and possibly denial as the status quo or the old normal is challenged. Typically, we need some time to adjust, especially with dealing like a major change, like COVID-19. As time passes, we begin to realize that the change is genuine. We tend to have more negative feelings and move into stage two. This is the disruptive stage. Here we may feel anger, resentment, and fear. We may also feel compelled to act out or vent our anger. Here's what's important about stage two. While the negative feelings and anger are natural at this stage, the longer we continue to resist the change, we will remain in this stage. With time, the turning point comes when we're able to stop focusing on what we have lost. We then move into stage three, the exploration stage. In this stage, we start to accept the change. And with acceptance, we begin exploring what the change means for us both the good and the bad, and how we will need to adapt. This can be an exciting and creative time for teams. When you help others navigate the change, they grow from the experience and co-create the way forward. At the final stage, you are rebuilding, you're embracing the change, and your new normal is becoming second nature. If you haven't listened to episode 27 on navigating personal change, You might want to also listen to that episode and download the two handouts on the inspiredwisdom.us website. I pointed out earlier that change is situational. It's the external event that is taking place. Transition is internal. 
It's what happens in people's minds as they go through and come to terms with the new situation. The transitional process is influenced by our mindset or our attitude. William Bridges has a transition model, and he highlights three phases people go through as they transition through change. These three phases are endings, neutral zone, and new beginnings. Endings start when you first identify what you are losing. The neutral zone is the time between the old reality and the new. And new beginnings is the release of new energy in a new direction. Let's use our universal experience with COVID-19 to highlight moving through the change curve. So initially, everyone was in disbelief and shock that the virus was spreading so quickly and causing such devastation. Some perhaps stayed in denial much longer than others. With time, many of us quickly moved to the next stage when we understood how disruptive the virus would be to our lives. We became even more fearful and angry as we grasped the magnitude of all that we were losing, loved ones, jobs, freedom of movement. In time, once we realized that this pandemic was not gonna let us get back to life or business as usual, we had to think about what this situation meant for us going forward. What is this new reality demanding of us? We were moving into stage three. As more people accepted the stay in place requirements, practiced social distancing and wore face masks in public, and as we learned what we needed to do to keep our daily lives going, like working virtually, helping our kids with distance learning, doing most of our shopping online and staying connected with family and friends at a distance by technology. While some were exploring and imagining their new normal, we also saw that not everyone was ready to be at this stage of transition. Some were still in stage two, focused on the inconvenience of the disruption, or they were in stage one, still in denial that there was a need to do anything differently. Once we were ready to fully embrace our new reality, we began to experience a new sense of energy. Here we're in stage four. We've moved into action, building our new routines, and we're starting to feel more comfortable with our new normal, at least for the time being. This is just one example of change. Experiencing such profound change or loss can make you feel like you're going through waves of grief. Even grief from your past may come to mind. A friend recently told me that while coping with the stress of the pandemic, she began thinking and grieving over the loss of her mother who had died seven years ago. The interesting thing about change is that it impacts everyone differently. There is no one specific way to grieve over a loss or change. We all have to work through grief in our own way. What's important for leaders to know is that each person responds to change based on how the change, that loss of the familiar and known, impacts them. The experience is unique to the individual. For some, the situation may be perceived as a minor setback. They can transition through the stages more easily and more quickly, while for others, the transition may seem far more challenging. For example, one person may fear that a particular change will mean a new and unfamiliar role. Another might fear it means a decrease in resources, and yet another may fear the change could mean the loss of their job. Looking back at our pandemic example, some people may have feared a change in their health status or loss of life 
or perhaps losing physical connection with extended family, friends, and work colleagues. No matter the situation, in order to navigate the change, each person has to figure out how to grow from the loss and become more self-reliant. Some may quickly see opportunity in the challenge, while others see negative consequences. That is, they may create stories that are more negative than the actual story. For more on the impact of change, you might want to listen to my interview with Dr. Rob Fazio in episode 26. Rob talks about the hierarchy of change and loss and how we can develop resiliency and grow through adversity, whatever the situation is. Fortunately, there are things that you as leaders can do to assist your team members in navigating change more effectively. Here are a few tips that immediately stand out. Help people understand the business need for the change and the consequences or risks of not changing. Be supportive and listen. Validate people's feelings by acknowledging their pain and anger. Create forums for open two-way communication Reduce anxiety by being as transparent as you can and by sharing relevant information. Set clear expectations and realistic short-term goals to help the team move forward. As a resource, we've provided a more extensive list of actions in the handout titled Tips for Helping Others Navigate Change. You can download the handout on the Inspired Wisdom page for episode 29. Shortly, I'll introduce an activity where I'll ask you to think about times when you've been proactive in helping others navigate change. For this activity, you'll create a list of actions you've taken in the past that were effective and that you want to continue to use. When charged with leading others through change, empathy is an especially useful leadership attribute. We define empathy as the ability to understand or feel what another person is experiencing from their frame of reference. This is what we often call walking in someone else's shoes. It's been shown that experiencing empathy promotes our desire to act in ways that help or benefit someone else. Consequently, as leaders foster this shared understanding, deeper levels of trust will develop. The same is true for team relationships. Teams develop deeper levels of trust and acceptance when team members have a shared understanding of what others are feeling or experiencing. As leaders, there are times when our resilience can take a beating during a change event. We define resilience as the ability to bounce back from adversity and grow from challenges. In other words, we can get back on course when adversity strikes and grow from the stressors we confront. You've likely heard the term VUCA applied to today's business environment. VUCA stands for volatility, uncertainty, complexity, and ambiguity. Organizations and leaders typically face uncertainty, complexity, and ambiguity because of internal factors like policy changes and operational issues, as well as external factors related to regulatory changes, economics, and changing technology. The COVID-19 pandemic introduced a great deal of instability and uncertainty. To quickly adapt, an organization requires resilience from all levels. Constant exposure to this type of turbulent atmosphere can be hard on most people. One way we can start building our resilience is by accepting the fact that there will be ups and downs in life and business. 
In fact, research on resilience confirms that leaders who expect challenges are better equipped to plan and help others transition through the grieving process. Because our thoughts have a direct impact on our emotions and emotional responses, cultivating a positive mindset increases our resiliency for adapting to change and uncertainty, and it enables us to grow from the experience. It's also important for leaders to recognize that your mindset or attitude not only influences how resilient and flexible you'll be during the change, but your mindset also influences how resilient your team will be during the change. This phenomenon is known as emotional contagion. When one person's emotions and behaviors directly trigger similar emotions and behaviors in others. Here's what's interesting. Studies indicate that negative emotions are perceived stronger and quicker than positive emotions. The most effective change leaders develop their self-awareness of how they experience change, and they're able to modify their behavior where necessary to facilitate a more positive and successful change experience for team members. In this way, greater self-awareness leads to deeper levels of empathy. For more on leading through adversity with resilience, a growth mindset, and mental toughness, listen to episode number 26. Rob Fazio discusses how he and his family tragically lost his father on 9-11 and how they turned their dad's tragic death into his legacy. When facing catastrophic change, leaders will often say they feel guilty about taking time for themselves. I recently spoke with Kate. Kate is a senior leader in healthcare, and after weeks of long hours supporting her teams on the front line and solving problems, Kate was exhausted. She had lost sight of the big picture. Reluctant to take time off for self-care, I pointed out that an emotionally drained mind and body is not a strategic mind and body. Under stress, we humans tend to do what we are most comfortable doing. Kate loves to solve problems, and she's good at it. However, in her senior role, her focus pre-COVID was on developing and empowering people and teams. During change, that's when it's most imperative for leaders to step out of their comfort zone. And for Kate, that meant helping people focus on their strengths and demonstrate the importance of self-care. By adjusting her mindset, Kate is more beneficial to her team and the organization when leading transformation versus jumping in and solving problems. You can learn more about your personal response to change in our podcast on navigating personal change. You can find additional guidelines for developing resilience in the handout titled Developing Team Resiliency on the Inspired Wisdom webpage, episode 29. I encourage you to take the time to review the handouts at the end of this session. So as we wrap up this lesson, I invite you to complete the activity on leading change titled Leader Reflections. For this activity, you will reflect on your actions and proactively supporting others during change. This activity will help you gain insight about what you are doing well and what you may want to do differently. The link for the worksheet is located on the webpage for this episode. To recap our conversation, we presented two models to help you understand how people make the move to their new beginnings and new normal. We covered ways leaders can help others navigate change 
and how emotional contagion can sabotage resilience. And we discussed how VUCA impacts the organizational environment. Having this intellectual knowledge and understanding of your own experience will enhance your ability to lead others and help them navigate change. I'm Cinder Niemela, and you've been listening to the Inspired Wisdom Podcast. Thank you for joining us. We hope these conversations illuminate your path to your highest potential. For show notes and links to resources mentioned during today's episode, please go to inspiredwisdom.us. You can also follow Inspired Wisdom on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Until next time, design a fulfilling and prosperous life that engages your talents and passions. 